You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Bring it up, Jake. Join us in just a second here on the show. Edition on Thursday Night Football in Week 17 in the NFL. Excited to welcome Evan Silva back to the show in just a second. But want to remind our audience, 20 minutes from now, comeback player of the year. Ken and I will hit on that market as we attempt to beat DeMar Hamlin. And hopefully Joe Flacco or Baker Mayfield can get us to the finish line. Comeback player of the year. Full breakdown of that market coming up in 20 minutes. And at the end of the show, 40 minutes from now, our NBA bets for tonight. Our NHL bets for tonight, Tyler Morales' college football bowl bets for tonight, and our bets, side total and props for Thursday Night Football with the New York Jets and the Browns in Cleveland, a.k.a. the Kevin Stefanski Coach of the Year, Coronation, I hope. But joining us right now is the aforementioned Evan Silva from Establish the Run. Uh, Evan is on Twitter, at Evan Silva. You got to check out Establish the Run if you play fantasy football, you play DFS, you bet on football. The site is great. I'm a subscriber, EstablishTheRun.com, and also co-host of the Establish the Run NFL podcast. My friend, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. Hope you and your family had a Merry Christmas and early Happy New Year to all of you guys. How you doing? We did. I'm doing great. Uh, it's good to be back on the show, and let's uh, let's break down some football and some bets. Evan, curious what your what your approach is going to be tonight. Really, really low total in, in the game tonight between the Jets and the Browns. This thing's been basically hovering in like the low low to mid. It sounds like temperatures outside. Low to mid 30s uh, for most of the day. 34 the total in the mark right now. So doesn't seem like maybe an offensive outburst kind of a game for a lot of players. But maybe you disagree. The Browns are about between a seven and a seven and a half point favorite. Uh, what do you like in the game tonight? This could just be props if you want. Yeah, there are two things that I like a lot in this game. I I'll start out so historically you look at teams that uh, defenses that have elite cornerback play you think about like the no fly zone broncos or uh the the old seahawks with richard sherman and byron maxwell or you know whoever was playing opposite him at, at that time these teams are, are really stingy on the perimeter and can get hurt in the middle of the field it's kind of like a funnel situation and they get hurt by tight ends 
And I think that tonight, and, and if you look at, uh, over the course of this season, the Jets have gotten hurt by tight ends to, to a far greater extent than they have wideouts. So I'm looking at David and Joku to have a big night. I'm playing him in uh, my my uh, <clears throat> my showdown um, captain, and I also like his overs, his ladder stuff, his first and last touchdown stuff. Um, I, I think it could be a big night for David and Joku. To a lesser extent, I like Elijah Moore. There's the revenge game factor. Might be no Amari Cooper. We're we're waiting on that. We'll know within the hour. Um, but I think that Elijah Moore could benefit uh, from that elite corner because he, he gets a lot of snaps in the slot. And remember, we had Brian Baldinger on the show yesterday. I went on Baldy's podcast today, and he was even saying that, like, I think that, and he thinks that, that the Browns are going to try to get Elijah more involved here against the team that obviously, like, never really knew how to use him. And against Flacco, with Flacco, obviously, who was on the Jets last year, like, feeding Elijah Moore the ball before Flacco was replaced in the starting lineup by Zach Wilson. And for people interested in those bets, and I'll give you my prop bets later in the show, and Joku, 53 and a half yards tonight at Bet MGM, Elijah Moore, 32 and a half yards tonight at Bet MGM. All right, Evan, that is the game coming up tonight, Thursday night in the NFL. What about the Saturday night game really intriguing run one right with the Lions and the Cowboys Detroit getting bet a little bit today point spread at bet MGM right now Dallas is a five and a half point home favorite the totals 53 and a half which like feels like it should be like 70 in today's NFL with some of the totals we've seen what do you like here Cowboys and Lions Saturday night yeah when I wrote this game up I mean just every player in the game was a green light you know whether it be both running backs for uh, uh, Detroit against a Cowboys defense that we know can be hurt by the run over the last two weeks, giving up 5.4 yards per carry. Um, on the on the the Cowboys side, they've been so good at home, and the Lions are a pass funnel defense, really good against the run, not good against the pass. So I think that this is a big game for Dak Prescott. I, I actually think he can get back into the MVP race. I know he's been discounted, uh, but I think that if they win out. And he has a big showing on this island game, uh, in this island game uh, environment, in an awesome matchup. I think that Dak Prescott could get back in the MVP race. But, I mean, CeeDee Lamb is in a great spot. Um, you know, uh, Jared Goff plays so well indoors, you know, historically. When, when the environment is good for, for Jared Goff, he can, he can, you know, have three, four touchdown games. And I think that that could be in the cards here especially with the offensive line healthy. Taylor Decker is back practicing fully. Frank Ragnow is back practicing fully. And on the other side, Tyron Smith, whose absence was glaring last week against Miami, he's back in practice. It looks like he's going to play. So it looks like all, all hands on deck for both teams. And that, to me, points to an over. I'm with you. I think it's like a 35-27 to 27 kind of game, and we get over 53-and-a-half maybe profile similarly to that Dallas-Seattle game on Thursday night a few weeks ago, which, to be fair, like led to the crowd chanting at MVP at Dak when he was on the set with the uh, with the Amazon crew, Evan, saying maybe maybe something similar can happen. Evan, uh, the biggest game on Sunday by far, like MVP permutations, one seed in the AFC, Baltimore hosting Miami. Baltimore obviously off the, the Christmas night, kind of demolition of the San Francisco 49ers, picked off Brock Purdy four times. The Ravens, though, off that win, just a three-point home favorite basically everywhere. Now, the threes are juiced toward Baltimore, but it's still just minus three. The total is 47. Uh, what are your expectations for this game on Sunday, Dolphins and Ravens? I think it's going to be a defensive battle, and I think that when people look at 
I think that like this total is kind of puffed up, like for for suckers to to, to bet on it. Uh, and you you know I'm I'm usually an over better, but I, I in this game I like the under. I I love both defenses. Uh, Tyreek Hill is not a hundred percent. Jalen Waddle, Tom Pelissero of NFL Network reported that he's probably not going to play. Raheem Moster is banged up. Devon Aching is banged up. The Dolphins' offensive line is banked up. The, the Ravens had the best defense in the league. But on the Ravens' side, they're not particularly healthy offensively either. Ronnie Stanley has like fallen into a weekly rotation with Patrick Meckery. Um, and you know, like offensively, like they, they're banged up as well. Uh, you know, they, they, they lost J.K. Dobbins early in the year, and they lost Keaton Mitchell, and they're just not as explosive in the run game. So I think that this is actually – I'm surprised that the total is 47. I think that this is like a 20 to 19 sort of game, and I'm taking the under on 47. I, I think we'll, we'll safely get this one. All right, so Evan, with the under on the Dolphins and the Ravens, you better you better hear with Nick and Ken on a Thursday. We're talking Week 17 in the National Football League with Evan Silva from Establish the Run. Evan is on Twitter, at Evan Silva. The website is EstablishTheRun.com. All right, so maybe not a big statistical output, Evan, coming up on Sunday for either Lamar Jackson or Tua Tungavailoa. So how do you handicap MVP right now as we approach Week 17? Well, I think it. Lamar Jackson deserves right now to be the favorite, but I think that it is so wide up open. I think that there are maybe six dudes still left firmly in the mix. And I think that one of the guys who's considered to be out on the outside looking in right now, Josh Allen, who I I came on the show and took him at 22 to one to win MVP about six or seven weeks ago. And then things, you know, kind of, kind of spiral spiral downward for about a month. But the Bills have really gotten it together, and it's in large part due to Josh Allen. Josh Allen is now 13-1, to 1, and I think he is still one of the best five candidates to win MVP. And I think that if they win out the Bills, and Josh Allen historically has crushed Bill Belichick's defenses. If you, if you guys remember a couple of years ago in the playoffs, he had a five-touchdown game against New England in the playoffs. And uh, you look at like their last five meetings, Josh Allen has torn up the Patriots every single time, and I think this is the worst – version of the Patriots defense than he has faced during that span. Josh Allen is 13 to one to win MVP. I think that if they beat, they smoke the Patriots, which I think that they can this week. And then they beat the dolphins in week 18, which that's a taller task, but still doable. Then I think that Josh Allen has just, will will have just as good of a chance as anyone to win MVP. And if you want a longer shot taste of this wide open MVP race, I think Josh Allen is the go-to guy. Yeah, it's so interesting. We did a lot on MVP earlier in the show. Like, there are some ways the games play out where you go, who would win and kind of this exact set of this team wins, this team wins. And, like, the answer is, in a couple of them, like, the answer is Josh Allen, I think, which is which is pretty crazy. And to Evan's point, like, the answer is also Lamar in some of the situations. It's kind of why the market is what it is. Evan, I know you have another award that you wanted to talk about. We spent some time earlier in the show talking about Defensive Rookie of the Year, Jalen Carter, as prohibitive a favorite as you can basically have at this point in the season, about minus 10,000. And our discussion, Evan, kind of centered around, do we want to try to bet on some guys to beat Jalen Carter? Do we think he's vulnerable? And if so, who do we want to bet on? Uh, what's kind of your outlook here on this market? Yeah, I Jalen Carter is a massive favorite, and that's crazy to me. He was awesome early in the year. He slowed down a little bit, you know, hit a little bit of a, of a rookie wall. And I, it's it's wild how big of a favorite he is right now. So 
I mean, I wouldn't mind, like, betting, like, the next three guys because they're all big long shots. I took Will Anderson today at 40-1 to to win Defensive Rookie of the Year. He's missed the last two games with a high ankle sprain, but he is back this week, and he gets to go against the Titans offensive line, which is the worst in football. So if Will Anderson pulls up and reels off one or two sacks in this game and then has a, a good finish, I think they play Indianapolis in, in, uh, in Week 18. I, I can't remember. But yes. if Will yep. Anderson has a strong – yeah. If Will Anderson has a strong finish to the season, I mean, this to me is an easy one. I even saw I saw it at thirty to one, which is worse than I got it, but I would still take it at thirty to one. I think that this is a super wide open race, and the the betting market seems to be treating it like a lock for Jalen Carter. I think that's just a little ridiculous. We literally in the last segment we talked about that exact thing. Uh, I, um, I already have Will Anderson. I think I'm, I think I'm going to bet more at this price. Evan, we appreciate it, man. Awesome stuff as always. Check him out on Twitter at Evan Silva. The website is established to run. It's awesome. We're, we're going to have Mike Gallagher on the show a lot more as football winds down. Talking NBA, Mike Gallagher from Established the Run and the ETR NFL podcast. My friend, have a happy New Year. Uh, best of luck with all the bets, and we will talk to you real soon. Yep. Thanks, guys. Our pal Evan Silva joining us here on You Better, You Better. You wrote in our chat, and you're right. Like, don't often see a guy as big a favorite as Jalen Carter is, and everyone's like, yeah, like, can't wait to bet other people. Yeah, or just the way the conversation, because we'll do comeback. We, we could start it here, or we do it in the next segment. We could just kind of do, like, a word hodgepodge here, too, kind of based on some of the stuff Evan said. It's just, uh, like, here's a good rule of thumb. If a guy's minus 10,000 and everyone's tweeting about other players, something might be up. <laughs> something might be going on it's just like where like are we sure we sure sure that that's the case uh, i will say and i i haven't really like racked my brain thoroughly on this one trying to think of like an instance where this late in the season like i've seen we've seen very big favorites lose awards and you see it all the time but like a minus ten thousand with two games to go or if you want to like apply it to other sports with like 10% of the season to go or something like that and lose. I mean, I'd have to rack my brain for like the exact answer. Marcus smart defensive player of the year comes to mind with the Celtics. He was 200 to one with a month left in the season, but that started to crash really aggressively. Once we got polling that indicated how wide open it was, I mean, that's like a month to go. I think I was not like at the finish line. This is like, you can like see the, the finish line and, uh, I mean, I hope I hope Evan's right. I hope you're right. It does feel, I mean, minus 10,000. Minus, if you're minus 10,000, the only conversation should be like, you know, like, when are you showing up to get the trophy? Like, there should be nothing else about anyone else. And this market's not like that, which is maybe that doesn't mean it's a betting opportunity, but it, it might mean that. Do you, Evan, it's kind of like you'd rather bet the other three guys after uh, after Carter than bet Carter. Do you agree with me that it feels like if Carter loses, it's like only Anderson, or do you think there's a chance someone else could potentially win? I know we talked about Diaby I think, earlier. I think the voters need someone with like name recognition and name value in a market like Defensive Rookie of the Year because it's like they need that and because they won't have heard of anybody else, and they need a raw stat output that's like formidable. And Carter has kind of this resume. Anderson a top three pick in the draft who could end up with multiple more sacks. That's an easy case to get to. The other one's much, much, much more difficult to get to. Yeah, you know, I'm looking at some of these names here. Joey Porter Jr. has been really good, but like, can he ever win? There's just no way on this stuff. 
like the just you have to think like the voters like you you're way smarter than like in this in these types of things like you know these guys like people know carter's really good that's what they know they don't know exactly how many say none of them know how many sacks he has that's the tough part is you got to get past that stigma of like but i know that guy and i don't know this I'll, guy anderson I'll can tell maybe you. do that i'll tell you if brian branch balls out the next two games he's 150 oh. to one for the lions and everyone knows who he is just the thought all right, coming up next, Comeback Player of the Year. All our bets coming up later in this hour for a Thursday.